0: Welcome to Those Who Support, a conversation podcast with supporters. I'm here with Zach, and today I'm talking with Electric Company representative Derek Clark. Thanks for joining with me today, Derek.
1: Yeah, not a problem, Zach.
0: And Great to be here. Yeah, excited to be the uh, the first West Coast team that we're talking with on the pod.
1: Yeah, it's uh, fantastic out here. Other than the weather, uh, I think s- today we're supposed to get up to 95, maybe 100. We'll see.
0: Oh, yeah, we're right around the 60s. We're... And dressed opposites.
1: Lucky. <laughs> um,
0: so let's let's get into it. Um, first of all, just tell me uh, just a little bit about uh, Electric Company. Uh, you know the size and uh, where the name came from. You know a little bit of backstory like that.
1: Yeah. So uh, the Electric Company is the premier independent supporter group of soccer or football in Las Vegas. Uh, we actually trace our beginnings back to uh, the city's initial push for an MLS expansion team back in 2014, which unfortunately did not pan out. Um, but that host group that got together for, and was really excited for that found themselves like supporting UNLV's men and women soccer teams. Uh, also trace our roots back to Las Vegas mobsters and the PDL and then the Las Vegas legends in the MASL. Uh, but in 2017, uh, there was an announcement that we were going to get a USL team. Uh, there was an investor bringing a team here. Uh, the EC was already formed, but they didn't have a name. And then once the Las Vegas Lights name was announced, uh, within minutes, electric company SG was born and announced. Right. Uh, Right now, uh, we are roughly about 45, 50 members. We actually have a couple of different international branches to include in the UK, and then our friends down in Perth, Australia.
0: Nice. Uh, What's something interesting or different that your group does that it seems like other supporters groups maybe in the country don't?
1: Yeah, so uh, we actually started a support for more program. Uh, it's a volunteer work, uh, volunteer work through the local community. Uh, we combine our efforts with a organization called Get Outdoors Nevada, uh, which basically leads um, trash pickups and beautification uh, efforts in local parks and trails throughout the area. And so that's what we do. Uh, normally, before games, we'll go out there and clean up a park or two, uh, and then even during the off season, we've been keeping that up. Uh, so we're really proud of that um, we also have a hiking and biking program las vegas we have tons of national and state parks within the area red rock is absolutely gorgeous it's locked up right now unfortunately uh, but yeah that's actually a pretty huge like uh, response for us um, we do the saint Baltric's, uh charity uh, usually during the preseason and then it leads up to the first game uh I think this season we had over 16 individuals wow. uh, participate that uh, put forward their time and effort uh, raising money for children's uh, cancer charity. That's
0: great.
1: Um, yeah, uh, we do have some theme tailgates. Uh, however, <laughs> those are usually to celebrate our opponents. Uh, so I won't delve too deeply into those. Uh <laughs> <laughs> well, we're pretty proud of our uh, 2020 scarf. Uh, it's an Argyle pr- pattern and it's got a UC on the front. And then on the back side, it says, uh, never tell us the odds. Uh, this was before the season kicked off and before everything happened. Uh, and it was a nod <laughs> to Las Vegas risk taker uh, reputation. Mm-hmm. And then the greatest gunslinger in the galaxy. However, now it resonates a Bit more uh, with the crisis <laughs> ongoing and the national and international spotlight that's been cast on Las Vegas and if and when it will reopen. So, never tell us the odds has been kind of our like rallying call. Yeah,
0: it's got that nice uh, pink and black offsetting Thank colors, you. colors too. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I really good. liked it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's uh, kind of different from our normal colors, which are. Uh, yellow blue and then sometimes black and white it depends on the pattern it's tough to incorporate pink mm-hmm. so like with the las vegas lights scheme it's difficult it really is to like do like patterns and merch and stuff with those colors combined uh but i think we found a nice little balance we also have our traditional uh, bar scarf the yellow and blue which i i, I it's the that's an amazing scarf uh but yeah um and then also you asked about nicknames, I believe.
0: Yeah, and nicknames or where the name came from, that type of thing?
1: Um, yeah, so Electric Company, we're the Las Vegas Lights. Uh, we, we keep the lights on in the Electric <laughs> Company. Uh, but nicknames, uh, I'm sure there's none of them good out there for us. Uh, but we try to keep friendly relations with all our USL counterparts, at least most of them um and then i would say we're known for our llamas uh we have llamas mm-hmm. at our tailgate we personally do not have llamas uh <laughs> zappos the main sponsor uh their mascot is llamas so now the lights co mascot i guess is llamas and our co mascot is the llamas uh we have a guy uh llama dude uh, who actually wears a llama head uh, and he's usually up in our capo stand leading the chance and stuff like that beside our capo
0: that's great to lean in the to, the to the the weirdness stuff stuff like that. That's <laughs> oh, stuff to lean uh, you, into. You yeah, ki- you
1: kind of have to out <laughs> yeah. here. I'm not gonna lie.
0: <laughs> Love it. Um, you mentioned the uh, University of Nevada, Las Vegas um, in, in your opening. Um, that's something that I don't see very many supporters groups doing, which is uh, not only supporting a professional group or um, a club, but also uh, supporting university. Um, Do you find that difficult to shift from the professional to the college ball? Or is there any difficulties there?
1: I I would say there's no difficulties uh, simply because we, most of our members came from that environment. Mm -hmm. They were there before USL took precedence in Las Vegas. So for a good while, the only soccer that you could get in Vegas was UNLV at least to four or some form of standards you know like Mm -hmm. a professional semi like a college team but we also had the legends before that and we had the mobsters before that so and now we have the new legends which are it's not new legends it's just legends but the the (laughs) npsl team uh it's a shame because they actually started out to have a really good season uh i went out to a couple of their games they looked really good and now they're just like, that season's canceled. They even announced they were going to have a women's team, which is massive. We've been asking for a women's team for so long in Vegas. And right. finally they brought that, and now it's just gone. So I, I don't know if they're coming back. Hopefully they're coming back. So I guess we'll see.
0: Uh, so let's shift and, and talk about um, you specifically. What is a uh, memorable moment that you've had in the stands um, with the electric company?
1: Yeah, so uh, I would say, like, at least at my forefront right now uh march our first game of the year uh i had just i wouldn't say it just uh taken over but i became EC president probably at the end of last season uh so there would have been a lot of work that went into this very first game it's an away game san diego uh it's their first year it's going to be a huge rivalry we can already tell this uh the potential's there we're both young teams the proximity uh like, who doesn't love going out to San Diego, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and then also our coaches. So they have Landon Donovan, who's okay. And then we have Eric <laughs> Winalda. So you have the U.S. Men's National Team's Legends there. And that gave birth to the Legend Shield uh, between ourselves and the locals, the loyal uh, supporter group, Uh I, I can show you a picture of it, but there's a big, huge, nice shield that they're going to paint, and then hopefully we can get that back at some day. Well, once we win. <laughs> right now, it's currently a draw, but we'll be having that up on, on the wall. Uh, but being in that stand, in the stands, uh, with the presence and the atmosphere that we actually brought into that, while chanting my other team is Vegas to Landon Donovan, that was spectacular. <laughs> oh, that's and then a good one. having. And then having the very first point scored in that stadium, being an absolute banger from Junior Burgess was spectacular. Like this, if you can, like, I can pull the clip up on YouTube, but it's an amazing goal. And just having that environment right there and just setting that precedence for, like, knowing this, this is going to be a rivalry that lasts and having that very first statement put down, that was amazing.
0: Hopefully we can get some uh, uh, cross conference play in the USL Championship, so we can throw uh, um, Howard into that mix too.
1: Oh, that'd be fantastic! <laughs> is he going to play goal?
0: I mean, he is right now, I guess.
1: <laughs> I, I I would lo- I would love to have our team score. On. <laughs> I saw their ESU, our ES uh, EU like, mm-hmm. and then there was a couple of memes about him being in their goal for that too. Uh, that's
0: just a, a lot of work, which would like to work with right there. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Um, so let's talk about game day. Uh, what goes into making a successful game? So you just kind of like walk us through, like the earliest people that get there. How long does it set up? Uh, how does your stand look and like during games with banners and drums, things like that.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, so um, normally for home games, uh, we normally meet up uh, 7 or 8 o'clock in the morning. We do those community volunteer events, go and clean up a park. Something that gets some our blood pumping, make us feel good about the day. Uh, and then we tie up any loose ends, whether it's uh, finishing up on uh, TIFOs, cleaning up the banners, stuff like that. You usually arrive, I usually arrive about four hours early, and then we start setting up uh, stuff in the stadium. Uh, we got Um, banners to set up we also have uh, chance sheets to lay out in the stands Uh, we also have our stashes to set up uh, flags and then etc and then the tailgate starts um, setting up grills and the different events Uh, we usually have a cornhole or uh, I think we're going to introduce foursquare we haven't had a 2020 home (laughs) game so there's so many things that I've I want to do and I have plans to do, but we haven't had chances to do them yet. Um, so that's unfortunate, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but, um, yeah. So for our tailgates, um, it's normally burgers and hot dogs or depending on whatever we're filling that day, uh, cold beer. Uh, there's also legal marijuana here, uh, friends music and then our llamas and then a mascot Elvis. So that's usually how our tailgates turn out. Uh, We normally rally about 30 to 40 minutes prior to kickoff, uh, and then we head into stadium and our section with all the zeal and fervor of uh, triple sevens on a slot machine. Uh, We (laughs) chant and play for 45 minutes, head up and get a Winaldo. Uh, It's a very delicious drink of uh, tequila and haritos. Interesting combo, but the coach likes it. Uh, And then uh, head back down to the stands uh, for another 45, and then hopefully after the final whistle, it's a good trip down to Fremont Street.
0: Fantastic. Uh, oh. um, what what um, what's been your favorite tifo? You mentioned the Tifa in there. I've, um, I've seen a couple of them on Twitter um, um, since the lights entered entered into the uh, championship. Uh, what's been your favorite? Um, so I've got two
1: favorite actually. Um, I think the one that we did. Uh, for the introduction of the 2019 season, it's a big banner with Cash, our uh, mascot on it, the Elvis cartoon mascot. Uh, he's on there and it says uh, the experiment is finally over. Uh, 2018 was a very rough year for any season to be introduced. <laughs> uh, it was not good. Uh, we led the season in uh, penalties and just on-the-field antics and off-the-field antics. So it was kind of rough. And then going into the 2019 season, hiring Eric Winalda, having him come in and having legitimacy, and then the TIFO itself was massive. Like, it takes up the entire section. It's not just one bedsheet. It's, I think, like, nine to 12 bed sheets. It's massive. It took weeks. That was really awesome. And then uh, there's one that we had at the end of the season. It's the... Uh, uh, the mascot from up North uh, with the multiple tentacles coming off his head that are censored. And yeah, that was pretty cool. (laughs) Um,
0: That's pretty much what I have, all I have for you today. Um, Do you want to plug the social media and where people can find you online? Uh, Um, And then then I'll just wrap up anything else you'd like to let anybody know about the electric company.
1: Yeah, so uh, I'd also like to touch on our away events just yes. very briefly. Like uh, for our away matches, uh, depending on how close we are and whether or not we can actually travel. Uh, like I said, we traveled down to San Diego. We traveled to Phoenix last year. We had plans to go to uh, L.A. and take over Los Doses Stadium this year. Um, but if we're not under, able to do that, we always have our away matches at Abel Baker, sorry, Abel Baker Brewery. I'll say that five times mm, fast. It's a bit of a time <laughs> <laughs> they they opened our, their doors to us they're they're a great uh, company um and we're supporting them now more than ever but uh we have our way matches there they make it feel like home it's a great time um yeah so our social media you can find us on pretty much anything uh twitter instagram facebook as electric company lv or just electric co lv
0: all right. It's been fantastic talking with you, Derek. And um, yeah, you too. Have Zach. a good one.
1: Yeah, you too. See you. Dude.